Hey, hey, welcome to Be That, Create That, the podcast where we teach women in leadership to step confidently into their next level in career and life using some intentional action steps so that they can be who they admire and create what they desire. I'm Tree on Top. I'm a leadership performance coach inspired working with women in areas of all leadership and personal development. A true personal development junkie because I have seen the shifts that have happened in my life and in the lives of my clients and teams with these types of tools applied. I believe happiness equals progress and fulfillment is then the result. So I know with small intentional actions in leading ourselves every day, we can make the impact we'd like to see in the world around us through leadership and influence. In this podcast, you're going to hear everyday leadership lessons from my clients my teams, or my own experiences that have improved communication, culture, collaboration, ultimately creating a ripple effect throughout our networks. So let's get started and let's get intentional. Trian here. Welcome back to the Be That Create That channel. Whether you are following us through YouTube, the podcast, or the Female Leader Headquarters, or even now LinkedIn, so glad that you're here and you took the time to share with us today to really talk about your leadership journey. And everyone deserves to be led well on purpose. So with some intention, I bring you guys some great guests that are in the different coaching spaces, people that I've connected with on LinkedIn, through Facebook, um, just to try to continue to show how everybody really can make a difference and an impact on the world around them, doing things that they really love. So today I'm going to bring up someone that I recently met. Here we go. Adding to, there we are. Good morning. Hi, Trienne. Thank you so much for the invitation. Lovely to be here. Well, it's, I mean, obviously morning for me, but for you, why don't you share a little bit um, about yourself, where you're at? And again, I appreciate this is middle of the day for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's uh, two o'clock in the afternoon here. I am just outside Edinburgh in Scotland. So in case you didn't gather from my accent. So yeah, lovely to meet you all virtually. And my name's Manaz. Uh, my business is called Build With Boundaries. And my passion is to help mums in business to discover and really uncover that identity that they dream of, to make that a reality. Because what I find is that mums are so busy prioritizing everybody else in their life, and they often end up at the bottom of the list. So, you know, it's time to change things because when we give ourselves priority and permission to create the business that has a huge impact, it actually affects everybody in our world. And I think that's what's actually amazing because, you know, mums and business who are then creating so much more success, they are role models for their children, for, for family members, for their friends, for other business owners, for their clients, just like the impact of that is huge. And I feel that, you know, these moms need that support. So that's what I'm I'm here to to help them with. Mm, I love that so much. And a couple of the words that kind of popped out for me as you were doing that introduction was um, the uncovering and the word identity. 
So when mm -hmm. you're first working with someone, I guess we should start with how did you get started into doing what, what you're doing now? What did that journey look like? Okay, sure. So I'll take you back to lockdown. Um, you know, Please don't. <laughs> I know. Please don't judge me, Trien, but, you know, just for a moment. Back in lockdown, when lockdown just began, I found myself, I was already a small business owner, and I found myself working now from the dining table. I had two kids at home who were obviously trying to do some of their schooling online, and I had a husband at home who'd taken over the office. So I was working, but I wasn't, if that makes sense. So everybody would walk into my space, you know, grabbing a snack, a coffee, whatever. I was supposed to be on call 24-7, like whenever anybody wanted to speak to me, I was literally just getting interruptions, like hundreds of them every single day. And very, very early on, I realized that I needed to change something. This just was not going to work. It wasn't good for me, my health, and I wouldn't be able to support my family, which clearly they needed more of my time. Now, at this point, I was already overworking and I was in this cycle and addiction to, to learning and working so, so hard, mm -hmm. so much harder than I had ever worked in my corporate career. Because let's face it, when you do go into the entrepreneurial space, you don't really realize what it entails until you're in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. So therefore, this is what happened to me. And I was working so much time and my, you know, my focus, I wasn't really present with my family and I wasn't present in my business the way that I wanted to be or creating the impact that I deep down, I felt that I was here to, to create. So that's where it all changed for me when I realized that I had to change something and I had to reclaim my time, my energy. I had to give myself a priority that what I was doing what was um, I could focus on. And it was more than OK. It was something that I needed to do because in order for me to feel fulfilled, I had to have something I was working on. But at the same time, I didn't want to sacrifice time with my boys or um, not being there when they needed me or not being able to, you know, cook their meals or do whatever it was that I felt that was needed to be done. So this took me on a journey then to strip back my hours and I had to create boundaries and gave myself permission to do all of these things so that I could work much, much less, but much more intentionally. And this is where I learned all the lessons of being more productive with, even though I thought I, I was getting things done, you know, productivity is not necessarily just getting things done it's focusing on the right things mm -hmm. and that's what has led me here so I decided I would pivot my business it was no longer working for me and like I said it wasn't creating the impact that I wanted so that's when I started to um, create this build with boundaries and be able to help support women to create the life that they want and the business so that rather than them just dreaming about that and secretly sort of wishing it to happen, it's something that they could take action and, you know, step by step, work towards it in whatever time they have available, because, you know, everybody is different and has a different sort of routine and availability in terms of how they can work. So that's how I got started and got into this. So, yeah, it was that this is my sort of lockdown story. And it was mm -hmm. definitely, as I say, sometimes is that my business was my lockdown baby. 
because it really did come out through all that reflection time, which I know so many of us had so many lessons at that time. Well, I think that you just, I mean, I think you just filled our audience with like about a million golden nuggets because I think many people can relate to that story of feeling like, I just know that I'm called to more. I'm just not quite sure how to do it yet. So then you get into the ugly of it. And, you know, that's where some people either push through and they say, no, I know, I know, like I know mm -hmm. that I am made to do something different. I want to feel a life that is fulfilled, but that I can still spend time with my family and be who I am. Um, however, I think so many people just don't know what that first step looks like. And you're just reminding of a, us that that first step is messy. I mean, I remember yeah. being at the kitchen table as well. The room that I'm in right now actually used to be our toy room. <laughs> <laughs> so we moved, you know, my office from the very back room to this room and we moved all the girls toys and desk or whatever to the back room. And it made such a difference um, posture wise and the yeah. ability to use this room for the function that it needed to be used for. So again, when we go back to like that word identity, how do you really introduce and use that word with some of the people that you work with? Well, I think identity is about, you know, what's in you, what's your sort of soul desire and what you feel is your purpose, something that you're drawn to, something that, you know, if would light you up, you know, if you were able to dream of that perfect picture, that is where you would want to be and how you would be serving people. Because, you know, let's face it, we're all helping others in different ways and you know we all have different toolkits and different skills that we bring to the world and our life experience for one I think often moms forget that whatever has brought them to this point i.e all the things that have happened to them have actually helped shape who they are and maybe they've had to build um, certain characteristics that other people don't have as strong. So like, for example, you know, more maybe resilient to things, mm -hmm. having gone through certain things, they've had to be committed to something and shown that they can carry through things being, and then that's led to them being more consistent with things as well. So there's lots and lots of different things that can um, come out but I think ultimately it's that deep down knowing of you know what you're here for and knowing that purpose and then how that purpose actually you want to bring it to life is that identity you want to create um, for yourself. And what's interesting I think is that that identity doesn't have to be or that impact doesn't have to be brought to life through creating a business. So you don't only work with women who are creating a business right? I, I do that that okay. is my my um my niche that I've chosen is mums in business because okay. I feel they they're making their impact through the business but yes of course there will be people who want to create an impact in lots of different ways and it's mm -hmm. really important for mums to be knowing what their purpose is and their identity however no matter what um, but I love working with mums in business because I feel like in that entrepreneurial space there's just so many more things to do so many more hats mm -hmm. to wear and then the the learning never ever stops because things keep changing right you know the mm -hmm. tech changes there's new systems that come in there's new ideas and maybe things that people are trying out and new funnels or this that another you see all these things everywhere and it can lead mums in business to feel like you know they don't know, quite know what their path is and that's that's where I'm focusing because you know they 
it's a really confusing and quite a lonely space often. I would agree with the the lonely piece of it. I would say there's probably even some of my friends who don't necessarily know my vision or what what I see ahead. Um, even my husband during lockdown, he was like, I don't know how many people are going to be going online after this. Like, I don't know how this is. He just didn't, he didn't see how it was all fitting together in my brain. And I come down to where there's some people who they, they see it and others don't. So they give up or they mm -hmm. see it and others don't. And they say, but let me show you. Yeah. So there's those, those two That's different right. growth mindset. I, I believe is the, let me show you, I'm going to figure this out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've touched on a great point because I think that even in practically when you're doing things, you'll often find that when there's something that you want to do that is a bit of a challenge. So say it's a particular task in your in your for your business that you're doing and you don't really feel drawn to doing it. There's something about it that's sticky and you don't like it. Mm -hmm. There's two ways. Either you will just keep putting it off and not doing it, or you'll say, do you know what, I'm just going to get this done today. And it tends to be that, you know, either that procrastination takes over, or you start doing it. And what can happen in the other direction can almost be like, you're never quite finished, because you keep perfecting it and thinking it's not quite ready yet. Mm -hmm. So it can almost be like, there's these two extremes, and you want to be balancing something somewhere in the middle where it feels comfortable for you. And you know, it feels like it's enough. Do you know, sometimes we, we can be our own, our own worst critics even. And uh, yeah, just, just knowing that there are these two extremes and you want to kind of stay somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they're unsure unless they get a coach or a mentor of some sort of like, what's my next step? What am I going to do? What does this look like? And helping them think through the limiting beliefs of going through to that next step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, when you were starting that, that journey for, you know, for me, I talk a lot about what I call the morning rush, which is a morning routine in some way of people who are successful. And I think that we all have our own, but I also mm -hmm. believe that it doesn't only have to be a morning routine. There's night people out there who do a night routine to set them up for the next day. Yeah. Um, what would you say is a non-negotiable in your day that for like, for me would be similar to my morning routine? What do you feel like is a non-negotiable for you to be successful? Yes, absolutely. I, I feel like for me, it is a morning routine. This is something that I created for myself like mm -hmm. way back when lockdown started, when I made that decision. I decided to start giving myself like just 15 minutes in the morning on my own. And I would do, you know, whether that was yoga or, you know, whatever I, I wanted to do to fill that time. And over the last few years, and that's just been evolving and changing for me. So that's what's magical about it that I know, especially on a work day, I need that. It's almost, it's become more like a ritual than, than, um, it is a bit of movement, it is breathing, it is all sorts of things, but it's more like a ritual because it, it clears my head and it allows me to be focused and ready to start my day. Because then when I do come to my desk and I'm starting my work, you know, I'm I'm there, you know, I'm not like thinking about all these other things. I'm actually rearing to go and it just helps reset myself. I'm sure that's something similar that you're finding in, in your morning routine. And it's so important to have that giving that back to yourself it's almost like giving yourself that time and space to to just 
um, nurture yourself really. So um, you said that you had two boys and yours are farther in age than mine. However, how would do you think that they would describe your job if somebody asked them, hey, what does your mom do? What do they say? Oh, my goodness. That's such a great question. Um, well, I think because my kids have seen they're like 14 and nearly 18 now. So they've seen the over the several years since I've been an entrepreneur, how I'm working and what, what my mission is and what I'm trying to do. And I'm not sure the exact words they would use, but my <laughs> eldest certainly is on his own entrepreneurial journey or already. So um, he gets it and he knows that it's making a future. You know, it's something that I'm working on today for like a, a future tomorrow, as if it were. So I think they would probably describe it like that because I think they understand there's a lot of it's kind of heavy work, isn't there? In the in the first few years in business, where you're learning and trying and doing all these things, and finding out like what works for you, and also trying to create that name for yourself, and you know, get more more clients and testimonials, and you know, whatever that looks like for you. So there's almost like there's there's a different kind of work there, but they know it's for something that will improve and impact them and all of us mm -hmm. you know much more as time goes on and what's interesting is um he's almost learning then at that point about personal branding like what do you want yeah. to be known for you know yeah how are you building a name for yourself i i often think that people forget that you know branding for a company is different than <clears throat> personal branding. What are people saying about you when you're not in the room? What are you known for? What's your legacy? You know, and I don't think that's people for just in business. I think that's interesting yeah. conversation to start with kids, even, you know, as young as my children as what do you want to be known for? Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. That is, that is so true. What do you want to be known for? And, and also just allowing them to understand that they can pick anything they want to do that they have they can have fun with mm -hmm. rather than it being this kind of typical you go school you do this you do this and it's like it's already mapped out and you don't get a choice mm -hmm. I think the world has evolved massively certainly in the last five years but even more so for the generation so they have got so many more opportunities which is great because you know we at the end of the day we want our children to feel fulfilled and have that identity too and if we can do that for ourselves then we're ultimately showing them that not only is it possible you know I know who's done that I've seen it I know how it works and you know making it more familiar and seem just just seem possible mm -hmm. so um when it comes to a little bit of the personal branding but also identity how how do you start helping people realize that they need to set some boundaries and what tends to be the first couple that you that you're working through what seems to be the most common yeah um great question train so the way that i tend to work is i i cover my three pillars so my pillars are the three p's permission mm -hmm. priorities and productivity and the way that i like to look at them is that they are each extremely important in building the foundation. And we need to start with permission because often we're not giving ourselves the right kind of permissions 
in order for us to then prioritize the right sort of things. And then once we prioritize the right sort of things, then we know what we want to be working productively on. So it's they all interconnect, but mm -hmm. often there's things like you mentioned before that we can't see because we're in the thick of it and we are stuck inside our business and we need that sort of support from the outside looking in. And that's where it's often easy for me when I'm talking to to clients as well that you know you can you can see where they're draining their time mm -hmm. and their energy and you know being mums you want to be super intentional and focused you don't want to be working all the hours so often there's things like um, basic setting up you know what kind of structure in terms of how they work how they operate how they plan things. And it definitely permissions is something that we start with because that is like a key area to just make sure mm -hmm. that you have the right permissions and it's, you're not blocking something out because you haven't thought about it or you've maybe subconsciously thought about it but just never really had that courage. So sometimes the permission can be to create new boundaries mm -hmm. because, you know, those boundaries are then going to serve these mums in business so much better and when it then serves them better, it creates not only a thriving business, but a happier home too. So, you know, there's there's all these things and they end up being more like the foundations because we need to get those in place before you can, you know, do any of the other things that are going to create that impact that you're looking for. It's like, you know, starting with the initial blocks. Mm -hmm. I love that, you know, getting things in order at home before you could like, those are your foundations, right? Before there's no work. I feel like that's more important than what we do in our own home settings. Because yeah. then, you know, not only are we doing the relationships the way that we need to do them here in our homes, but then it's that ripple effect, right? So yes. my kids are happy. My husband's happy. What are they taking when they go to school and work? And then when we come home, what do those emotions feel like? And when they get off balance, what are we doing about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And having it all in a set in a way that it means that when you're working, then you're just focusing on that. You've not got like another million thoughts going mm -hmm. on in your head. And when you're not working and you're you're with your family, you're not feeling guilty about not being not working and not doing anything else. So it's mm -hmm. it's like having that harmony between your business life, your working business and your business um, and your personal life too, so that everybody feels like they're a priority because ultimately we don't want to be giving up that time with our children or our family either. So it's about, you know, not sacrificing. We don't have to choose between them. We can make it work. It's just that we need to create things in a really intentional way that actually work for us and for everybody which maybe needs a bit more time and effort and thought and sometimes we don't know what that is ourselves until we seek support or find different ways and try different things as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well you have given them tons of things to think about. I I just think this is a wonderful topic to continue. Um, and so where are they going to be looking for you to connect with you on social? And do you have any um, like favorite thing that you'd like to share with them that would support them in building their own boundaries or even starting that conversation? Absolutely. So if this conversation has given you some more ideas and you want to explore further, I would 
um, welcome you to watch my masterclass so that you can close the gap between what you want to do versus what actually gets done. Mm -hmm. So that's available free and I'll pop the link in over to you, Trian, so that you can pop it below the video. And apart from that, I have a Build With Boundaries podcast and I'm on Instagram, Build With Boundaries. You can, you can, I can drop my links in with you so that you can see those and buildwithboundaries.com. You can go there to watch the masterclass. That's awesome. And, you know, you, I love that you're in so many different ways because people learn in so many different ways that it's almost like, just like this, you know, this will go YouTube, Facebook group, it, it goes to a bunch of different areas, but it's like, some people listen better. Some people feel the need to watch yes. some people. <laughs> so it just depends on where people are getting their information. And what's funny is that I didn't really think about that when I very first started. I remember um, I was in a mastermind and the person said, well, are you putting that on your business page? Are you putting that on your LinkedIn? And I'm like, I don't want to put too much of the same thing out there. And she mm -hmm. said, but everybody's not getting it off of your personal page. They're getting it where they're getting it. So you want yeah. to make sure you get it to different ways that people can get it on their own. Yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. I guess th there's just so many choices now, isn't there? There are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I've had you hot seat now for a good 20 minutes. Um, going along with that, is there anything that comes to mind for you that you'd like to ask me a question at all? Well, I know Trian, you're you're busy, busy restaurant owner. So I would love to know how you juggle that with your other duties and how you find because obviously with a restaurant you are physically having to be there. And what's sort of one thing that's helped you to build your business with boundaries? Mm, yeah, I would say boundaries is something I'm continuing to evolve. That's <laughs> um, our real. Yeah, I would say that the two things that helped me the most with um, trying to balance and create those boundaries, one would be just making sure that I'm doing a, a check in on myself. So I use uh, Google Calendar and I color code everything so mm -hmm. I can look at my week at a glance and know how much time I'm spending in my coaching business, how much time I'm spending um, working at the school, how much time I'm spending doing nothing, how much time I'm spending at the restaurant. Um, so some of it is a self accountability. Um, I would say that the other thing is I have a great team at the restaurant and specifically, you know, on a time that I'm supposed to have a day off or I'm not scheduled or what have you. And I've been there a lot. Um, you know, they'll say to me, you don't need to be here any longer. You can go home. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. I get it. I'm like, you don't want me around. They're like, no, we need you, you know, tip top. We need you at your best when you're here. And I 100% appreciate the fact that not only do they see the need for that, but they 100% support it. And in turn, I do it for them too, right? We're slow. Why don't you kick off early for a couple hours? So it's that partnership with my leaders that are in my restaurant um, and them really understanding that, yes, our jobs are important. And yes, we, we have that responsibility to our team, but we have to be at our best when we're there. Yeah. And to do that, we need that time off. We need that that personal space. Absolutely. That's fantastic. I love that. So delegating, such mm -hmm. a big thing in, in the entrepreneurial world, world. And it's difficult, isn't it? But it sounds yeah. like you've certainly made big, big progress that way because you can step away and that allows you to, to be even more productive, doesn't it, when you are there? 
Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, this was a hard lesson for me to learn. And I was really, I struggled with it from the beginning. Um, and it caused a lot of burnout and it caused a lot of resentment. And I truly believe when my husband and I got married, that that was the reason that we did not start a family right away was because I was just too stressed and, you know, working too much at the time. Um, a week after I left that position, I got pregnant with my first daughter. Just, you know, right. if that isn't a sign. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> it's interesting how those things work. And then, you know, I, I was recruited and took a different job. And I, I did that for the first 10 years of her life. Um, and it was what I needed at the time. And then as I started the coaching, the restaurant came available. And, you know, that's a whole nother story for another day. But it's at a different point in my life. Um, and I think that I learned so many lessons about the delegating, about the boundaries, about being able to really lead my team by them leading themselves, that it just kind of all was divine timing. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And, and it was meant to be, wasn't it? So right. yeah, looking back, you can probably see that that was the case, but when you're in that moment, it's so hard, isn't it? It's so difficult mm -hmm. to see what you can change and what you can do. Mm -hmm. And of course you have the advice for everybody, but then they don't have the advice for themselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to help ourselves, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I can't wait for the community to get to know you a little bit better and to follow you and see all the great impact that you're making out there. Um, it's been wonderful to have these last couple chats with you. And I look forward to seeing how we can collab in the future too. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited too, Trienne. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Everybody have a great day and we will talk to you soon. Hey guys, Trian here back again, just to thank you to being part of our podcast. We are loving all the reviews that we're getting, the messages that we're getting that are showing that the content is exactly what you need to be showing up as your authentic leadership self and for your teams and your business. Remember, we are also over on Facebook in the Female Leader Headquarters, and you can join us over there to continue the conversation about how we can lead our teams and start by leading ourselves. We'd love to connect with you over there. We're also on Instagram at Tree on Top, and you can find us on TikTok at Tree on Top. We'll talk to you soon.